Are you guys ready up there? Alright. Alright, quiet on the set. Hello, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Adventures in Movies. My name is Nathaniel Mir and I am the movie editor at AIPT. Joining me on these ongoing adventures is the guy who thinks Peter Mayhew may be missed. Because it's the month of May. Get it? Get it? (laughs) Sure. uh, Last week we had a very special guest. Uh, This week he's back. Not as special this time. Never was. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, here at Adventures in Movies, if you're uh, unlucky to have listened to us from the beginning, you've heard uh, we make constant changes, whether it's from uh, intro music, outro music, sometimes commercials, sometimes no commercials, even how and where we record changes. So, we have a big change this week. We actually have a third permanent host on our show now. Blake, by popular demand from I don't know who, will be you. joining us. <laughs> he called me up. <laughs> Thank you. I, I appreciate you adding me. I'm I'm thrilled. I uh, I promise to let you down, but I will try not to. No, we've always <laughs> needed a feminine voice to uh, add. <laughs> We're glad to have you along. My pleasure. All right. So. <laughs> This week, uh, it, it's been kind of slow. This this will be kind of fun because we're going to have to be dancing around a lot of topics here. But there was two big trailers that came out this week, um, as is par for the course. Danny has not seen either of them yet. But, uh, <laughs> you got to stop Blake, that. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the uh, Far From Home trailer, Blake? I did. I uh, I finally got it. Well, we'll get into that later. But I finally got around to seeing Endgame. Um, so I was I treated myself to being able to watch the Spider Man trailer. And I, <laughs> I, I did. I I, uh, I don't know. What, what did you think? What, what What do you think about it, Pat? Well, I don't want to I don't want to spoil it too much for Danny. But some stuff we know uh, or Danny knows. Danny knows that Mysterio is a villain, and uh, he's a trickster. So um, <laughs> doesn't seem much like a villain, to be honest with you. In the trailer, Not, yeah, it looks like. So, do you think he's uh, he's laying out some kind of master plan here, or do you think he's a I good guy? I don't know. It seems like um, we maybe because I think the whole Lynch, well, the whole thing is you know alternate universes. So maybe we got a good one. I don't know. Uh, it's interesting. I, from from like the teaser trailer, because now I f- figured out that the original trailer that came out was a te- teaser trailer, and usually teaser trailers are about two minutes long. But let's not oh, get really? into that. Yeah, yeah. So the okay. first one, that, the first trailer that came out with with the introduction of Mysterio, that's a t- teaser trailer. The Ray one that just came, the Star Wars one, is Ray also Mysterio? a teaser trailer. Ray Mysterio. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's uh, the definition of a teaser trailer then? I don't, I don't understand. I'm so confused. Uh, to get you hard and not be able to blow your load. Uh, that's a tease, right? Uh, sure. Where's the trailer part? <laughs> now you dug yourself a hole. How do you get yeah, trailers? I know, I know. Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna be in this <laughs> hole already. Whatever. Yeah. Um, 
but uh so <laughs> what was the question uh, so what uh, is the teaser trailer what is the definition of it it's two minutes long two that's, minutes that's long the base yeah yeah at least that's with this one and the star wars one they're about two minutes long uh i don't know of any other trailers or more than that i, I guess it's supposed to give you like some sort of like tease to the story but but then again right. that's what the trailer is that gonna do be- so how does it differ from a trailer exactly? yeah so i don't know because i think a trailer is going to give you more of a expanded uh, story summary of the story or spoil of the story whatever it is but uh well, it seems <clears throat> go ahead oh sorry no well i mean like trailers aren't cut usually by like the director and stuff they're usually done by like marketing teams are they it, not i mean yeah exactly it's all yeah. pr yeah it's all pr stuff so i mean i it's ah it's you never know what you, what you get in one of those things, so that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it, it I, I don't, I wouldn't know really on this, but I just because I saw it, it's like on the Marvel website, it's like all the teaser and then the full trailer or trailer number one now. Uh, so you know we're gonna get the next. Oh, trailer. is the teaser the part in the beginning of the trailer? Because there's a little now trailers have a little message in the beginning, like this what, one starts really? with. Yeah, like this one starts with Tom Holland saying something. And then the trailer starts. Maybe that's the teaser in the beginning. The I don't because the teaser didn't have Tom Holland talking. Oh, um, where he where he's like, oh, sorry, lads and lasses, there's a bit of a <laughs> exactly, there's exactly a bit of a like spoiler. That. Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly like that. <laughs> like Tiny Tim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, tip top. Yeah. It's tip top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know I w- I I don't know because uh the, yeah this trailer the teaser trailer essentially shows them going to Europe, uh you get an introduction to Mysterio that tells uh Spider Man to be careful shows him that he's kind of like a good guy, but I think in the comics and even in the cartoon uh, Mysterio tries to play the hero. So well, it's just I, further proof that Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't own a razor. <laughs> it never. Has. I, you you know, I, I I was watching uh shit love and other drugs with Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway last shit, night. Shit love. And, other drugs. <laughs> and dude, he is a he. I need him to do more comedies because I really do. Really he's really funny. He's really good. And uh, seeing him do like this uh this mysterious, and I'm like, yeah, this fits his role. He's weird. Like, let him be weird. Like, I want more weird Gyllenhaal. But, um, <laughs> I, I mean, is like, Gyllenhaal ooh, Gyllenhaal? Is it, I was Gyllenhaal. gonna say it's like GIF or JIF. Like, which, which one do you go with? <laughs> so, Gyllenhaal? do you think he's good or bad, Mysterio? I think, I think he's gonna be uh, bad. I, I, uh, ho- I hope so. Yes. Me too. Are, are you looking forward to the movie more now? Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is the last the last chapter and from like what it seems like from the posts that i've seen with every fucking meme next to it now is uh it's after end end game so yeah. my my theory Clearly was very much so yeah my fucking thing is completely like out the fucking window like my my nice little theory but well, uh, i mean it was it was kind of stupid anyway so did it take took place before? <laughs> <Just joking. laughs> I'm joking. Insulted, sir. Wait, in game? You thought in game was stupid? No, uh, far from home. Oh, oh far from home. Far yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, let the guy dream a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it made sense. It made sense. Um, I think that I don't know. I guess the big thing out of it is the whole alternate dimensions and all that, and then um, 
people have I've seen little arguments like, oh, but they introduced alternate alternate dimensions in Doctor Strange, and then other people like, oh, but did they introduce alternate Earths in Doctor Strange? So, <laughs> <laughs> or excuse me, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, the other big trailer of the week was uh, just released today, actually, uh, Thursday. Uh, it Chapter 2. Blake, what did you think of this trailer? Um, Kind of exactly what I expected, to be honest with you, from the trailer for this movie. <laughs> um, I, You know, they were going to show you something that you were probably familiar with, if you were familiar with the story, and kind of kind of at least give you kind of a glimpse of all the adult versions of everybody and a uh, little pennywise i don't know i mean it 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 primed the pump exactly like i thought it would i mean i i'm looking forward to it i, I think it'll probably be better than the first one um and uh yeah i mean it did exactly what i thought it would i, I liked it sure I, I agree with you i think it looks like it's going to be better than the first one um it took one of my favorite scenes from the book the trailer is one entire scene right it, that's one of my favorite scenes in the entire book um it's it did kind of cheapen it. I thought cuz I think with the What's, yeah. What scene was it? Where she goes back home, uh, Beverly goes back home and then she visits the old lady in her hold up in her yeah. Old house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really cool scene. Which is honestly one of the most memorable things from the entire story for sure. It's a yeah. really good scene to pick for a trailer for, for especially for um people who have been fans of the book. Like mm-hmm. they'll immediately recognize it. But then it kind of comes off. I was joking earlier. It looks like it's something out of the Conjuring universe. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I, I mean, but like, it's got that same. I mean, I don't know. It had the same vibe. You know, that's that's one thing I'll say. I, I thought it had the same vibe as the first movie. You know, even though it was different actors and everything. Oh, the cast looks amazing, and the sound effects. I, I forgot about the little sound that plays when Pennywise is around. Which is awesome. awesome. Yeah, I totally <laughs> for, when I heard it, I was like, "Oh shit, that's amazing!" I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, I completely agree. It's like uh, kind of like the only good thing about the Wonder Woman Wonder Woman movies are like the her her song is like totally kick ass. <laughs> I really like her song. It's got so, like um, ripping guitars. And Annihilation. The the best thing about Annihilation is that really cool like synth so- sound that plays. Like, yeah. Sure, I don't I don't remember. That's it only happens once at the. No, no, no! It's in Annihilation at the very end when she first sees the thing. When fire kills it. it? Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> it's like right when she... I, I actually don't even remember. Is there a twist in that? She goes to the... Uh, there, she goes, it's in the middle of a beach, right? And there's a giant... <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lighthouse, right? There's, yeah, there's a yeah. lighthouse. And then, and then the, whole, the whole dumb thing at the end is like, oh, shit, they're both fucking plant, fucking plant people. Oh, no, they're, they're, they're going to bang now. <laughs> yeah, and they banged. Yeah. And they banged. They, they, they oh, both thanks. were annihilated. <laughs> Why do you have to bring that up, Pat? Is this going to be a thing? You're going to bring it up every episode just to get to me. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. I will never bring up Annihilation again. But it does ah, have a okay. sound effect. It does. Hey, there was oh. a lot of cool stuff in that movie. For real, there was. There, there was a lot of cool imagery. I guess there was a cool sound. I don't remember. Uh, the I bubble. Remember that. The bubble thing looked cool. The bear thing, if you could have seen it, I think looked pretty cool. Like, uh, you know, there was some cool stuff. Because <laughs> it was a pretty dark scene, actually. Yeah, Rihanna's in it. That's cool. Rihanna was not in it. I know, it's just a joke. That's, that's a cool oh, because I was like, that's Battleship. Yeah. You didn't You didn't see her under her umbrella? Ella? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to let so, you finish that one. <laughs> so, last week, uh, I didn't, actually didn't have a chance to see too many movies. But, uh, I saw the same stuff I always saw. I saw The Last Drive-In. Um, 
this week, I guess the past few weeks, they've been kind of doing the same thing. First movie is uh, a little bit silly. Second movie is uh, not as silly. So the first movie was uh, Wolf Cop, which uh, I believe you two are fans of. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think it's uh, the first time I saw it, I was expecting this really B-horror, campy, like really silly movie. And then I thought it tried too hard. And sure. uh, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't dig it like I, with the whole Wolfmobile and I don't know, I, I thought it was stupid. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. <laughs> this time I watched it, I was like, OK, it's still stupid, but the special effects are awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I, as, yeah. I think that's why I enjoyed it. There's very few movies, that, again, that give you that kind of uh, kind of effects. You know, we haven't seen it, especially when it's trying to be like a B movie. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was it had its moments, you know. It was uh, I haven't seen it, uh, you know. I I haven't seen it since just the one time, but uh, and I missed it. I missed all of the the last drive-in this weekend or last weekend, but uh, I yeah, I mean, what I remember about that movie is kind of like I kind of liked when they leaned into just being really really goofy and like yeah, sometimes you shouldn't try too hard, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> know who you are. <laughs> yeah, it had some good ideas. It just kind of went it had too many ideas, maybe. Right. Um cool thing about werewolf movies is uh, i always think like if they just give me one really good transformation scene like like werewolf and uh, american werewolf in london right totally satisfied this one gives you two badass transformation scenes yeah oh. damn man i don't remember i need to i, I remember the first one being kick-ass like that one that one was memorable yeah and it's the second one that's really good but then the really? there's like a love scene with like really cheesy cheesy 80s rock and you're kind of like all right <laughs> like it's kind of like the just, wolf's bang right yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And then the second movie I watched was the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I saw, um, or they showed Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Uh, have you either of you two seen that one? Yeah. That sounds familiar. That's a tough one. Henry Lee Lucas. And yes. Otis Tool. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. It's- yeah, that's all. <laughs> it's funny because uh, a few weeks ago, David Brooke and I were talking about it on this show, and he was he said that. Uh, yeah, I've seen it, but you know, it's not really that bad. And uh, I told them I remembered it being really bad. So we're, I'm watching them last drive-in, and then they uh, they talk about how it's the only movie that's ever been rated and X-rated because of a bad, evil moral tone. So I'm watching it, and uh, I guess gross-out level, it's, it's really dependent on the person because it, um, it's not particularly disgusting with the, the kills. Though there are some really bad ones, like Coke bottle in the mouth and comb in oh, the eye type of stuff. Sure, that's uh, not what stands out to me, though. No, the 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 tone of the movie, it's so depressing and dark and, like you say, ew, it's just gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel... yeah the, sister, those... the sister scene, right? Like, it's, that's, like, it's too much, man. Yeah, it's uh, I think they were talking about on there, and it, I don't know, it's a cliche you hear a lot, but it's like one of those movies where after you watch it, you want to take a shower type of thing. <laughs> Is it one, that bad? 100%. Yeah, several showers. Like, yeah. Fuck. I mean, there's there's brutal killings in it because it's based on a real story, yeah, but uh, it's uh, yeah, just the, the way it's shot. I mean, it, it's a very good looking movie. It's what? very. Yeah, it was, I'm sorry to interrupt. It's uh, who's no. the actor? It's what's his face? Uh, Michael Michael Rooker, right? Yeah, yeah. Michael Rooker. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's awesome in it. I mean, he does a really good job of being disgusting. Oh, he's so good in it. And then they had the director on the show, and 
he was saying that the art people thought there was too much exploitation. Exploitation fans thought it was too artsy. So it was kind of it couldn't really find a fan base until down the road it became kind of a cult thing because of like um, what's his name? Uh Roger Ebert was like a huge champion of the film. And really? uh yeah, he's a big, big fan of it. And it it is a really good movie, but oh man, it's uh don't you it's just know that, like, when you went over to Roger's house, like, he just had it on in the background. <laughs> <laughs> He's reenacting it. This, well, this is the this is the portrait room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I always thought it was based on. Uh, I mean, I heard about the truth after a while. I heard it was based on a true story, but I always thought it was based on that James Joyce book, a portrait of a young man as an artist. <laughs> I thought it was. Can be further from the truth. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's way off on that. Uh, yeah. right. <laughs> also, a uh, big because uh, I'm a total dork. What was really cool is a uh, Darcy not only retweeted two of my my tweets, but she actually commented back on that. So ah, she's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm all, I was all happy. I was like, oh, finally, not just the, <laughs> um, the other show I watched Acknowledge this week. Me. <laughs> Uh, the other show I watched this past week was Veep. It's the second to the last episode. Uh, it was it was really good, but um, they have a character, a reoccurring character on there named Mina. She's like a the Norwegian. She's a member of the con- uh, consulate. Uh, she's a really funny character. The the only really innocent character they have on there because everyone's really vulgar and just evil and disgusting and bad because they're well they're politicians and they're actors. <laughs> so you know they're, they're the worst people in the world. <laughs> um, uh, she's on there, but uh, she was just uh, like a plot device, and it's the second to the last episode of the season, and it was good. Don't get me wrong, but it felt very rushed and kind of disappointing oh. for a pen ultimate episode. But uh, that sounds I, familiar. That sounds yeah. familiar. On yeah. Danny. Yeah, it does. I was going to ask you because I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go for it. Well, I was going to say, do you feel this? It is the last season. Do you feel you're going to get the ending that the show deserves, or are you okay with it? Are you? How do you feel about the season overall? I mean, this is one of your favorite shows. I think the season overall has been great from a character development standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's been awesome because we've. We started with her as as the Veep, right? Uh, obviously, right. the the one that obviously the president just shut her off and didn't even let her stay in the White House. wouldn't wouldn't keep her in on any of the big matters of state. Uh, he had her doing so at the time she was pushing uh, a bill to um, I forgot to take plastic forks out of uh, out of the um, the Senate and stuff like that. <laughs> like he had her just doing really shit stuff. And her big thing at the time was. I'm going to free Tibet. I'm going to free Tibet. And that became a kind of a reoccurring thing over the course of the past seven seasons now. And eventually it got taken care of. And now in this season, she's there's some things that she's doing that are kind of she's kind of reneging on things that she did that she fought so hard for for years. Mm-hmm. So character development wise, it's really cool. Um, here's a big spoiler. I mean, it's called Veep. She actually already served as president during the course of the show. Right. Uh, for not not even a full calendar year i don't think because of circumstances and then she tried to get elected and then craziness happened and that never happened mm-hmm. but seeing her trying to get back into office and seeing how desperate she is for it is really cool um in answer to your question as to how it's going to end uh i'm looking forward to seeing where it goes because it's definitely not going to end well chances are it's not going to end with her in the White House, because right now they're they're headed towards a Democratic convention right now. 
Okay. So that's that's what this season has been all about. And where it's going to go, I don't know. But um, Jonah, who's like uh, a really – well, years ago, he patterned himself after just like bumbling idiots um, <laughs> on the show. Because at the time, he was like, well – He's doing stuff now that if it had been happened, if it had been done seven years ago, it would totally ruin a campaign. And then now oh. this administration has shown that you can do anything and get elected. <laughs> so his character yeah. is now the actor uh, Timothy Simmons has based the character on Ted Cruz because he's, <laughs> he's he's just a guy who's uh, who just fallen into power somehow. But besides being a, an idiot and utterly charmless. <laughs> and he has a real chance to win the president, the Democratic presidential nomination this season. So, wow! I don't know. I, I, yeah, this this Sunday should be very interesting. Wow! Cool, that's, cool. That's cool. I actually just—it uh, was either this morning or or last morning. Uh, I heard. Uh, I think it was uh, Matt Walsh, who's who plays Mike McClintock on the show. I'm look. I'm not familiar <laughs> with the show. I don't watch. Yeah, it, yeah. But I heard him on. A, he was on Dan Patrick, uh, which is a, like a sports talk radio sports show. show. Yeah. But um, he was talking kind of, Dan asked him kind of about how the process of writing the show was because it's so, you know, apparently so well written and the timing is so great. And it was really interesting to hear him talk about how they did it, about how it's pretty free form. You know, they, they, they're a bunch of improv people background and uh, they kind of get ideas, they flesh it out and then they kind of just, and they, he says they change things on the fly all the time. And uh, and he didn't rule out that they wouldn't do a, maybe a movie or something in the future. Not that they they had said that there was any plans for that, but he didn't rule it out. So it sounded it was cool, cool. That's I think funny I'll check, that you. I think I'll check it out. It, it's worth because that, that's funny that you say that because I was thinking the direction the season is headed. It seems like it would need a movie to bring it to all finish. together. Yeah. Sure. I mean, if it ended just this season, it would. I think it would be satisfying because the writing is the best thing about this show but uh i can see uh, another movie being done for it but that's all i've watched this week i've been super lazy (laughs) (laughs) that's how i felt well i was kind of more busy last week but uh actually this time i sat down and i watched uh uh everybody's uh favorite actor bruce willis right everybody loves bruce willis out there yeah especially kevin smith yeah you know i don't i don't get that at all like why does bruce willis get like all the i guess the fame and mel or not what's his name Danny crazy Glover. one that no not danny clever um <laughs> mel gibson not mel gibson uh shit he's we, crazy we just, matt yeah well he uh, is well, i mean cameron cameron uh, 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 uh russell nicholas cage nicholas cage oh, oh yeah, was, yeah like why does he like he gets you know both of them have like shit like terrible movies that they star in and um but why does one get more praise than the other one, you know? Because Death Wish, my fucking God, is is very terrible. It's very, very terrible. They, they try to make this, like, vigilante story into, like, well, a superhero story in many, many ways. And it's right. the second one that I see that does that. Like, in 2018, I feel that people were trying to make superhero movies out of non-superhero tropes. Uh, so Death Wish or Robin Hood that came out late last year. Um, Robin Hood was more of a remake of a uh, Batman Begins. This is kind of like a I'm a mad in a hood, and I'm gonna like try to change the violence in Chicago. Um, it's Death Wish, but it's a remake of Delta Force. Yeah, it's so <laughs> so terrible. Like you know, like some of the deaths in this movie are pretty tame, and I didn't know who directed it until the end of it, but. There is one cool death that I will talk about here. He essentially is interrogating this guy in a, I guess, in a garage, and he's uh, the guy's under the the car, 
and he finally gets his information and he just you know takes out the jack and the car just matches he jacks the guy's him up. Fuck, fuck yeah <laughs> fuck yeah he does like the the guy's fucking eyes eyeballs like fly out and brains come out it's oh, so really? dark. It's, it's like so a trauma movie dark. it's fucking I was gonna the it's actual horrible. scene itself it sounds like something totally out of a horror movie. And then you start adding all that stuff. I'm like, holy shit, that is a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, fuck, like, why would it this like it could have been like more gory, I guess, and it should have been. But yeah. oh That's man, awesome. like it was the best thing out of the whole movie. And then um, you know, the credits roll up and everything, and it's Eli Roth. And fuck this guy. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, I don't think he's made a movie that like he that is being he directed it, yeah. Oh, like it's his fucking name on this, and I fucking hate. It's boring. It's very unoriginal. Um, well, I, I it feel, is a remake. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I feel like other movies have done like this kind of like spy thing a lot better, or like this. Uh, you know what? Glass. We can I spoil glass at this point? Has anybody? Does anybody care if I spoil glass? I don't care to begin with. So go go right ahead. <laughs> Uh, there's a there's a scene in Glass that they essentially they're tracking down Bruce Willis, huh? You know, and uh, it's just kind kind of the same thing. Like they're like, oh, you gotta. We saw him in this photo, and now we gotta find him. And essentially, like uh, his sibling, her, I'm sorry, his son, kind of like spills the beans in a way, and um, it kind of happens in in. In uh, Death Wish as well, they're like they find him, and now the cops are trying to find him. Actually, you know what? Death Wish is a lot like Glass. I just kind of <laughs> think of it, <laughs> except I think Glass might be slightly better. But no, 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 they're, no, they're not. No, these have are just seen, terrible movies. Have you seen the original Death Wish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's one of those things that, like you know, like you take a bus to Colorado and it's playing in Spanish, and yeah, you're gonna see this. Yeah, yeah. Death Wish is like a it's a huge thing like in Spanish languages I guess, in Spain the Mexican countries or my he kind of looked like a Mexican guy so I think that helps right he was kind of Charles like, yeah. yeah yeah he kind of fit in yeah. did it include because nowadays like times have changed and whatnot I know the original Death Wish they like uh, break into his house and rape his wife and daughter don't they Jesus Christ yeah uh, so it, they break into the house they kill the wife don't rape the daughter but they implement <laughs> They, they think like you're gonna try to rape her and stuff like that but she escapes by like throwing a hot pan of water to the guy's face uh, but it's there's so much shit that's like um i don't know i, I guess it, you, you you can't get away with that anymore you know oh well uh, i mean good at least <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean because like, there's like the eight or this is 70s right death wish was in the yeah, 70s. 70s yeah so, like when they were doing all that stuff like i spit it on your grave and last house on the left like that was a thing like revenge. yeah so this is like completely 20 like in a way of 2019 it has more explosions this movie doesn't really need more explosions uh it needs more cool killings that's what it needs and um it's on amazon so you know you just have an hour to waste an hour and a half maybe um, but I don't even recommend that. There's better things. Uh, I've been catching up with Umbrella Academy. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is tickling my uh, my funny bone of <laughs> things. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Uh, it's scratching my so itch. Is that what it is? Tickling your umbrella. Continue. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, 
it's so weird. It's so good. It's well written. Um, it deals with time, just like everything that we've been seeing lately. Um, it's kind of true to the source of the comic book, uh, but it's not. It does some things better. Some things are a little bit wor- worse than the, the the original source. But man, like every single time that I see this show, because I'm watching it with my girlfriend, so we're watching it like I think two episodes at a time. Um, so yeah, like every single time like that we watch an episode, I'm like, yeah, that's a really well written episode. Uh, especially this uh, episode eight. I don't know the names of the episodes, but it's a really well written episode, and it shows you more insights to the characters, Rumor and Vanya. Um, something that you don't really get to see in the graphic novel itself. What's it on? I'm sorry, I, I'm not. It's I'm on. Familiar. It's on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, Gerard Way and Gabriel Ba are the. That's what I thought. That's what I was also what I was about to ask. So okay, that's his his comic book deal. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's I really enjoyed it. Like I, every single time I'm like, oh, just like the like I'm kind of like just boiling out things. I'm like, oh, that's like the comic book. Then I'm like, oh, that's definitely not like the comic. So it's it's really good because it okay. it leaves the source material and it comes back to it in a different way and it. It's just, it's a really well written show, and I think Netflix just made a new deal with uh, Dark Horse as well, so they're going to be pr- trying to produce more of their books. Cool. So that's going to be good. Maybe we get a better Hellboy. Who knows? Oh man, that would be cool. The Dark Horse had a bunch of cool stuff from. Well, I mean, I'm a you know '90s kind of kind of kid. <laughs> they had a bunch of neat stuff back then. Yeah, they, and they still they still have some cool things here and there. It's just not not as much. Uh, <laughs> They don't have like I don't know. It's we'll leave that to the comic podcast. Sure. Uh, but uh, and then the last thing is um, Game of Thrones. Um, people apparently hate this show. <laughs> and oh really? I, I, I haven't heard anything about it this past week actually. <sighs> well, but, people were people were mad. Yeah, really. Were you both mad, had the yeah. same. You both had the exact same reaction. You're just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, was I, it, I, go ahead. I was gonna ask, was it a bad episode or was it just stuff happened that you don't agree with? Or go ahead, Danny, go ahead. Well, there, there's things that I didn't agree with, there's things that so I, I post, uh, we have a the Game of Thrones uh chat or thread, and I felt like the two characters, Daenerys and Cersei, are essentially just reverting back to their characters. It seemed like one was on point to on her character but not really because uh you know like Tyrion is trying to persuade her to not kill to just essentially like lay down like and let Daenerys take over the city without any bloodshed and she goes on and kills a major character well, I don't even know if she's a major character honestly yeah, um, it's only it's only a major character yeah say. okay so a major character and uh so that didn't jive with me too much but then like in the flip side of that like you know it's setting Daenerys to become like a little like unhinged little more and more she's seeing that her like her hands or or her advisors are not trusting her they're wor- more worried about her um her her mental health um yeah. you know it's just like it's just becoming this thing you're like well you know she she's been trying to fight this even at the beginning of that episode she's like you know you like your father killed my father <laughs> i'm like yeah. she's trying to show show face for it i don't know it's like it's it's everywhere but i still feel like 
I'm enjoying it. I just don't understand, like, you know, this is a show about fucking dragons. It's high fantasy. There's, like, you know, this fucking girl, you know, you should have been complaining about it. Like, when this girl went into the fire with to get eggs, you know? <laughs> to get the eggs. Yeah, to get the eggs. Like, she killed a bunch of fucking people. Like, you know, there, there's so much. I just saw that one. Is that in, like, the third season? Uh, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's like, what happened. Too. Yeah, I think yeah. I saw that. She was like, holy shit, there's eggs in there? I'm going in. <laughs> No, well, I would agree with Danny. There's, there's definitely some like character issue stuff where characters aren't behaving like they normally would. Um, kind of rehashing stuff we already knew. Um, yeah. But overall, I think the sentiment um, why people are so upset is it feels extremely rushed now. You know, like it's uh, we were already making pretty big leaps in time and and stuff happening. You know, and now it just seems even worse. And so the the show's suffering from you know that. In a, uh, in, a, in a pretty big way, I would say. Yeah. How many episodes are left? Uh, two left. Right, two. Two. So, so I'll ask you the same question. Do you, do you think it'll end? Do you think you'll be satisfied with the end? Do you think it'll be too rushed? Do you think they'll get everything in? Like, I think it'll feel too rushed. I think it'll... I don't think people will be satisfied. I, I think the... I hope they are. I hope we all are. Um, I, I I've still been you know enjoying it for the you know for the most part. So it's uh you know I, I think it's gonna I think it'll probably piss people off, but I hope not. Yeah, I think it's gonna have the friends reaction where you know or the Seinfeld reaction where people just were like really pissed on how it ended, <laughs> with no real resolution. And I think this is gonna give us especially because the books are not caught up to this point. Like, uh. Well, they're doing was... it uh, anime style where they have to make it up as they go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And totally. Yeah, and it seems like that. And uh, I I feel like I might be satisfied. It's just that, like, I'm just trying to understand, like, I guess you gave eight years of your life to this thing. Now you're trying to see right. it through. You're not going to. And we waited an entire year for this. Exactly. Season. So exactly. it's like, exactly. we're all kind of pent up, I think, kind of, want, you know, we just want it to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, we just want to be wine and dine in six to nine. That's all. <laughs> uh, you know who'd agree with your Seinfeld an- analogy is uh, Larry David, because throughout Curb Your Enthusiasm, people will always be like, "Oh, that's Seinfeld finale," and he's like, well, "What's wrong with the Seinfeld finale? It was awesome! Like, you guys yeah. are crazy. You need to rewatch it." So he feels the need to reiterate that he he actually did enjoy what he had written back then. That's good. Uh, and the funny thing, they spend a whole season remaking the, the, the Seinfeld finale. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, Blake, you mentioned you saw Endgame, but uh, that wasn't all. What did you think of Endgame? Uh, I thought it was okay. I wasn't. I didn't love it. Um, I I thought it was uh, maybe rushed a little bit. I don't know. There uh, there's a lot to pack into that thing, and um, overall, quite the spectacle. Um, and it was. I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, but yeah, it was. There was a couple things I definitely wasn't thrilled about. You know, I I think I'm suffering from Marvel fatigue at this point, you know, a little bit. So, um, but uh, it was good. I I was entertained, but yeah, I didn't, I wouldn't put it up there with even some of the best, you know, like uh, Winter Soldier or something like that. Oh yeah. I would, it's clearly below Winter Soldier and, uh, Civil War. And I'd say the first Guardians is better. And, uh, oh yeah, there's a, I would say there's a lot better. Uh, Iron Man two, I thought was better iron man was awesome you know so iron man's know. better yeah homecoming is better it's it's yeah like a a very strong mid-tier movie and, and yeah. a satisfactory ending yeah 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 i mean take it or fucking leave it you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> how was the wind it looked really cool so it was 
Um, I, you know, I, the only reason I was talk, we'll get into the marketing stuff later, but, um, I, I heard nothing about this movie. I knew nothing about it. I was literally scrolling through, um, Amazon like rental stuff the other night and, uh, came across it. And, uh, well, the, the title caught my eye because, um, I remembered a book from, I think it's from the twenties. Um, it's from, it's called the wind by Dorothy Scarborough and, I read this in college years ago, and it's kind of like this tale of a woman kind of driven mad by um, being alone and the the constant wind blowing in West Texas. So very, you know, kind of poignant for us who actually live in West Texas. That's actually, uh, that's the truth, especially the springtime. Um, And so uh, I thought it was kind of be just based directly off the novel. I don't think it, I don't think it is. It's, uh, if I remember the novel correctly, it's, it's, you know, there's some thematic stuff that's tied in with this. I think it was definitely influenced the title and, and kind of what the main character is, but overall a completely different story. Um, but, um, you know, uh, I like Westerns um, and you guys know, I like horror movies and that's what mm-hmm. this is. It's kind of a Western horror movie. Um, and the cast is tiny. There's like four or five people in this thing. Um, but that adds to the whole, like, um, you know, they're um, solitary. You know, there's nobody out yeah. on these these plains where they're living. And, uh, man, I, I thought the movie really conveyed that well. Um, I thought um, Caitlin Gerard, who is kind of like the main character, she was awesome. Um, it's kind of her movie. You know, it's uh, if right. that performance would have sucked the whole movie would have been bad because she's kind of surrounded by a kind of a, you know, n- nobody else really stands out. The, the other, the other girl in it is pretty good too, but she really, really was awesome. And I don't want to spoil anything about it. I, w- I recommend it. I would, I would recommend checking it out. The other thing I will say that I love about it, it's a tight, like 80 minutes. So you're not, you know, you're not sitting through two hours of anything. It's uh, I liked it a lot. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that you <laughs> mentioned good. that because, uh, I saw, oh man, like a, I don't know, a 30 second teaser, I guess. And um, I saw the poster (laughs) and it sounded really interesting to me, but I actually was worried. And this is a common theme in my life. I was worried about the length. Oh, Uh, sure. uh, (laughs) Danny got it. (laughs) um, Sorry. I I, I was thinking that like, uh, because I kind of got a gist of what it was about. And I was like, okay, if this is, because nowadays movies are, you know, almost two hours, and I was like, man, I don't know if I can go through two hours of this, but sure. hour and a half? Yeah, I'd totally be Not even that. an hour and a half. With credits, it's an hour and 26 minutes, so it's, uh, yeah, I mean, oh. you can get that done, you know, while Danny draws. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, speaking of, and then we've kind of touched on it throughout the show, so um, obviously we, we watch a lot of movies, we like a lot of movies, but um, what brings you to the movie is, is marketing. Nowadays, there's viral marketing and social media, trailers and teasers and teaser trailers, whatever those are. Um, Before there was billboards, uh, commercials are still around. Marketing is so important to movies. Um, Danny actually, uh, he thought of this topic. I think it's a great topic, but Danny had a couple of things tied to marketing in the movies that he wanted to go over. Yeah, yeah. So this is... This started a couple of weeks back when uh, Pat was in a uh, no-spin zone, essentially for Endgame. He didn't want to know anything for <laughs> no anything about no-spin zone. <laughs> I've heard it in regards to politics and stuff. But, that was uh... the O'Reilly factor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> 
so he didn't like you know he didn't want to know anything about it coming in or coming out of like uh, or coming into the movie like he wanted to be in a complete media blackout in this whole thing so like and we had a conversation about toys and before this he was already spo- quote unquote spoiled by a legends figure for Captain Marvel's it was uh you quoting me I was spoiled <laughs> well yeah okay you were sp- well it's spoiled whatever <laughs> And see, and that's where I want to say, like, uh, but it was by a figurine, uh, you know, it's a $20 figurine, and essentially it's Sam Jackson, and it has Goose in a mouth guard with a mouth guard. Yeah. Not knowing what it was, you know. What? <laughs> it's a yeah. cool toy. <laughs> it's a cool toy, yeah. Yeah, so, and then this is what the thing is, is like, you, you know. Oh, Blake hasn't seen it. No, I don't uh, know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, sorry. No, Same I don't square. care. Oh, it okay. happened to I saw the end game. She's OP. I get it. She's overpowered. That's the whole point of her character. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's a good way to yeah. put it. Yeah, you yeah, you got the you got the you got the gist of the character. Yeah. Deus um, ex machina, the character. <laughs> Slash the video game. Um but yeah, you know, so there's a lot of things that come to to this. It's not just the trailers or things like that. Uh, sometimes you have tie in games and you know, you have something that's gonna be good or you're you're gonna have the happy meal. Uh, which you know, McDonald's started doing that again, and uh, for the first time ever, I saw a movie tie-in Happy Meal with a movie. And the whole thing is uh, now with Sonic out there. What? Because we know that Sonic is not meant for us, but when it's a when it's a marketing like a toy or anything like that, do you you do you think that is a toy essentially like? Is that marketed for you, us thirty-year-old men, or is that marketed to a ten-year-old child? Ooh, it's so hard to say nowadays with uh, so much being marketed towards the nostalgia factor, right? Uh, but with Sonic, I'm not getting any of that. Like, hey, he's back from your childhood type of thing. Um, with Sonic, actually, the the only marketing thing I'm getting out of this is kind of what we discussed last week: is uh, the the PR and everyone around it. They just didn't listen until it was too late and now i'm imagining it's probably going to cost them millions of dollars to fix this movie true totally yeah i don't know what it's for dude i mean what did you what did you describe him as last week a a monstrosity (laughs) (laughs) Monstrosity with usain bolt of caps so i mean i don't know i mean it's i couldn't tell you what it's for or who it's for uh we'll see i mean it'll We'll see here pretty quickly whether they change all that stuff around to where, you know, they're really pushing it towards something else. I will see. I have no idea. Um, and Blake, you mentioned that something about the wind caught your attention. Oh, about the marketing, the yeah. the well, it was just the the actual um, the poster for it um, is pretty great. And well, I saw like nothing about it to be honest with you. I, I knew nothing. I was totally Jon Snow about the situation. But the <laughs> uh, the 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 uh, like the the cover art. Is actually awesome. It's uh, if I can use uh, words to describe it, it's kind of a, a the, our main character standing in a doorway um, by herself holding a shotgun. You can kind of see uh, the planes out in front of her, and there's like shadowy um, hands coming through the door. So it's like I don't know. It was very I don't know evocative of like what I right. you know, kind of what the movie portrays. Which right. Good. I'm sorry, I didn't even ask what what is this streaming on. <laughs> Oh, it it's tra- sorry. It's on uh, Amazon. I actually rented it, so I paid for okay. it. Um, okay, yeah. cool. I would recommend it. I'd pay for it again. Cool. Yeah, cool. six ninety nine on Amazon Prime. So it's right there. 
the um, I don't know if you guys have worked in like a call center or in retail, but I'm sure you've heard or maybe you've heard the whole saying like if you customer service, if you do something good for one person, they'll tell like two other people. If you do something really horrible, that's like a hundred people. So sure. basically, you know, word of mouth, super important. Mm-hmm. Um, how important is word of mouth nowadays? Because before it was just before social media was just like, you know, I'll tell my friend, they'll tell their friend. Nowadays, you can send a tweet out and tell like, you know, a million people in a matter of 10 seconds, what you thought of a movie. Yeah. But um, do people really care about all that? <laughs> is it more about the teasers or? Uh, that's a good question, man. I, I mean, I you know what I, stands out in my memory of, of the word of mouth thing um, is uh, the Blair Witch Project. Do you remember they did oh, that? Yeah, they that did, was so They did an awesome media thing where they had this whole website set up where they made, they it, they one of, yeah. made it seem like it was real. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And they did like I a documentary s- on Sci-Fi Channel and stuff. It was awesome. It was I awesome. want to say, and I, I'm, I mean, I might be totally off with this, but it, it came out around the time when the internet was still like Pretty fl- fledgling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was before that you could instantly call people out for their bullcrap. Totally. But uh, <laughs> unless I you were on you... AOL Instant Messenger, <laughs> exactly. And you you pull the whole ASL, and then you knew. Then you knew. Uh, I, I want to say the Blair Witch Project was the first movie that, like, they did the whole website, the, the, the viral marketing. That the I viral thing, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, but it worked <laughs> on me anyway. Like, well, I was yeah, in high school, it, so it was, it was, I was perfect for it. I think we got to see that movie. This is a movie that my mom made me watch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> flipping the tables on that one. Uh, but, yeah, no, it, it because it had, like, this word of mouth coming from not just – it was coming from the news outlet that, you know, this movie came out, like, I think, cause we didn't see it in theaters. So we saw it on video. So it was this thing that it was, you know, even after so many months that this was still, you know, uh, thing, yeah. yeah. So a thing. And I, and even then, like we, me and Pat saw the Blair Witch two or whatever it was called. Book of shadows. Uh, not, not book of shadows. No, but, uh, uh, the, oh, it's the, the Blair, Witch. Blair Witch. Yeah. yeah. The, I think it was Blair Witch Blair, Project. Blair, Blair Witch. The, yeah, Blair? the Blair Witch. Whatever. 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 <laughs> yeah. What that the the uh, third one. Yeah. And uh, we were kind of psyched because we had that whole thing about like uh, nostalgia essentially hit the shit you know hit us and you're like fuck you you're gonna enjoy this movie and we're like nah dude this is not good because um, they were trying to like go on that same nostalgia trip or marketing campaign we're like oh you remember how good this was remember this is going to be even better and the marketing for that was just like you know you love blair witch you love the blair witch project here it is again here it is again you know forget about book of shadows this is going to be better than that you know <laughs> i refuse to forget about book of shadows <laughs> you know book of shadows has I like that stupid movie too. yeah i was gonna say that it's not it's you really know it's in bad, retrospect bad, bad. it's yeah, fun it's, stupid. <laughs> it's fun stupid I don't know about the fun part, but it's definitely stupid. <laughs> the the uh, third player, which I remember they did the thing, like the first screening. It was, I don't know if it was at like a con or something, but people thought they were going to see a movie called The Woods. Yeah. And then it started and it was Blair Witch right. or whatever. That's yeah. right. That's where it got the first, like, because I remember hearing about that and I was like, oh shit, like this is going to be cool. And yeah. then we'll Danny and I saw it. Yeah, bait and switch with aliens. Like, just you know, <laughs> really odd. Come on, really man. Odd. Why'd they do that? Yeah. It's so weird. Um, One of the things that, uh, so, I mean, Avengers Endgame is going to make money and be number one for I don't know how long. Like, nothing's going to compete with it. 
But um, Danny and I were joking around about Longshot with Seth Rogen and uh, Charlize Theron. How it's just coming out at the wrong time. People are going to forget about it. From what I can tell, it's actually getting really good reviews. Really? Yeah, my sister, she, she saw it uh, last weekend. She said it was a really good rom-com. Like, and it's it's one of the better ones that she said. So that's good. Like, That's word of mouth that I think that's positive. For it, here's what I, have... I don't understand though. Like, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dan, no, but here's what fine. I don't understand because everyone's telling me the same thing good rom com, uh, and it's not going to beat Avengers, nothing is for a while. I don't understand why the company, who I don't know who released it, why they don't just throw out the whole like you know 86% on Rotten Tomatoes and just do that, you know, social media bullshit because uh, at least get it in second or third or something because it well, seems yeah. like people are enjoying that movie. Because I think once you saw Endgame, you're going to try to see what else is out there. Because right. at this point, this movie, like you already, let's, Blake already saw it. You saw it already. I saw it three times. We're going to be like, well, well, what's out this week? Well, I don't want to see Detective Pikachu. I want to see Longshot because I've heard good things. And you know, you're going to start getting this thing. It's just, it's the week, it's summer already. So you're going to have your blockbusters and you're going to have everything else that are going to, like the bottom feeders. Is that what it, you know? And they're going to try to like, catch up and that's the thing like you might forget about these movies but there might be something that comes out and you're like oh that was like atomic blonde that was just swept under so many things yeah. and at the end of it that's a that's a fucking good gem right there and it's Charlize Theron again so you know she 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 makes moves as well and is this movie is smaller and yeah it, it just came out at the wrong time but I, it's again it's getting it's gaining momentum and you know before you know it it might be you know number two movie <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of my, my my final question here before we wrap this all up was there ever a better marketing ploy than heath ledger overdosing before the dark knight returns <laughs> <laughs> You got an Oscar for it, man. That's a really good job. What beats that? <laughs> so You're right. That. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, uh, <laughs> every Saturday, you can find us here. Uh, the rest of the week, you can go to adventuresinportaste.com where you can find all the other podcasts that we have. There's Portaste Wrestling, Star Wars and Portaste. We have our uh, general podcast, and then we have our comics podcast. Uh, we also have a bunch of reviews on the sites uh, that you can check up on. You can leave your thoughts. I recently wrote an article on the time in 1987 where Ric Flair on national television promised us a porno. Woo! <laughs> That's still coming, I hope. Jeez. He's probably still, still coming. <laughs> you had some stuff for us, Danny? Yeah, you can follow Adventures in Movies over at AIPT Movies, or you can follow us individually. You can find uh, Nathaniel on Instagram at Nathan Portaste. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find Blake on Twitter at BMH underscore Brewing or Instagram for ITOR. Uh, that's it. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this month we will be having our John Wick 3 special edition. So please keep your eyes out uh, peeled for that in your feeds. Excellent. And you can find us. I'm not as good of a marketer as Heath Ledger, but I can tell you that you can find us on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. And the rumor is we're on Stitcher. I don't know. I don't know if anything comes of that. But uh, <laughs> you, you can find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts as long as it's one of those three places. 
uh, when you listen to us, make sure to give us a rating or uh, just tell anybody, someone, please, to listen. Word of mouth. And that's our cue. (laughs) Talk to you next week. Bye.